Today we're going to talk about traveling the world. Alright, a lot of, lot of people scared to go travel, a lot of people don't know how to travel, a lot of people don't know where to start, a lot of people literally are like, man, I don't know, I just don't know, I don't know how to go places. This right here, literally, um, is probably one of the most important things you need. And this here is the passport, okay? And depending on the country you're from, which I'm gonna get into, I'm gonna give you a lot of details about the things I learned um, of traveling. This, this is how to travel the world. Um, how much things cost, currency, um, what you need to get a passport, things like that, because truly, growing up, I mean, I grew up here in America, I didn't know what I needed. Luckily, my mom had applied for a passport when I was a little kid, so when I went to get a new one, all I had to do was renew everything, bring in paperwork, take pictures, get an updated passport, um, so on and so forth. And it's, uh, it's, it's a good thing to have. It's a scary thing for me not to have because, whoa, this picture is terrible. Oh my gosh. Um, my first ever passport to my second passport are completely different. My first passport, my first passport has no stamps in it at all. Um, luckily, my mom just applied for it when I was a child, and we got it. And now I have my passport where I have gone um, all over the world uh, in 2019. Ten countries um, stamped on this passport right here, and that's a beautiful thing. So, um, first things first. This is not like a step-by-step uh, -step guide. I'm just giving you information. I'm giving you what you need to know on how to travel the world um, and you know how much money you need, where you should go, where it's less expensive, how you can go enjoy the world with the money you have. Um, and I'm gonna give you from an American's perspective um, because that's where I'm from, I'm from America. So if you're watching from America, um, how you can actually go do this and even if you're from a different country you'll still be able to you know get a little bit more educated on how, what you can do why you should do it things like that um, but first things first talking about getting this passport it is super easy uh, if you live here in America I can't speak on other countries but um, if you do live in America getting a passport is super easy all you need is like birth certificate um, you know proof of address things like that the regular documents that you need for any you know, school function or like applying for college or going to high school, like things you need regularly is what you need to get your American passport. Um, so I would encourage everyone, no matter where you are around the world, get your passport. Um, and I'll go into detail why I'm saying like American passport, different country passport, every passport holds a different value, which I didn't know. Um, prior to actually going to travel the world and I'll get into that because it's an upsetting topic It's kind of messed up on how the world works, but it is what it is and um, All I can say is that I was lucky to be born in America and have an American passport That's the as crappy as that sounds. That's the best way I can put it um, and just I Have one and I make sure that I have one and it's updated and that I actually go use it and travel Because a lot of people wish they could do that. So first things first going to a post office going to um, Some office that actually works with passports. You can literally go to any post office. That's like a main hub um, And get all that done and I believe it cost me hundred and fifty dollars um, to get my American passport which is absolutely nothing. We spend $150 in America on coffee, on things we don't need. Um, which, if you want to drink coffee all day long, all power to you. But I'd rather go travel the world and experience culture, people, food, things like that. 
Um, so first things first, go get that passport, look it up, see locally where you can go, whether it's a, you know, like a post office or it's like a building specifically for it. But most post offices have that like extra room in there where you can actually go get your passport. Second thing, I'm going to go into talking about um, understanding the value of your passport if you are from America. So this passport can pretty much get you into any country in the entire world. Um, and other people's passports cannot do that. So just to kind of talk about that a little bit, go into detail, just to give you an idea about what I mean, um, this passport took me into uh, Italy, it took me into Indonesia, the Philippines, Thailand, Sri Lanka, Australia, uh, UAE, Oman, India, and I can literally go anywhere with this thing. Um, right now, like obviously if you're at war with any country or there's some type of dispute, you need to be careful. You need to see where you should go. You can literally log online on like the uh, US passport website um, where the US government um, actually like puts out warnings and like, hey, you shouldn't go here. You shouldn't go to this country. There's a security warning, blah, blah, blah. Um, but for the most part, if you think about it, like going into a country um, you're just like one human being. It's not like people are like, oh, is it dangerous? And you know, like this, that, and the other. And I'll talk about all that stuff. Like, is it dangerous traveling outside of America? Um, and for me, um, I just want to start from the basics. And that's, you know, like do your research. See where you want to go. See what places you want to actually experience. What type of cultures you want to experience. Because places are different. Um, people are different and there's 8 billion people roughly on this earth. So you want to see what kind of vibe you like or just go completely out of your comfort zone like I did and just go take on the world. Um, um, going into like the next point is understanding your currency. Uh, before you go to another country, definitely do your research on how much your dollar or your currency is worth in another country. So our American dollar is one of the highest currencies in the world. So what that does is it allows you to go to places like like Southeast Asia, kind of where I was in that Sri Lanka, the uh, India, the uh, Bali, Indonesia, Philippines, Thailand. You can go out there and spend what people don't even imagine. Like in India, for instance, having 300 American dollars per month, you can live a upper middle class lifestyle, which like what you live, I guess what I have, like you have your own house here in America, um, a car, you have a nice job, you're like going back and forth. With 300 American dollars, you can literally go live in India for 300 American dollars per month. And that's a good life. Um, in Sri Lanka, it's even, it's even greater. Uh, you could probably go live in Sri Lanka for a month for $150 because our $1 in Sri Lanka when I was there was $1 is 170 rupees. When I was in India, $1 was 70 rupees. And just to give you an idea of what you can get with something like that, um, you could get like a freshly squeezed pineapple juice for about 90 American cents. In America, to get a freshly squeezed pineapple juice, it costs, I'm talking like real authentic pineapple squeezed, it costs like eight to nine dollars. And um, in, in India or Sri Lanka or the Philippines or Thailand, everything is much lower in cost because of that American dollar um, and the value of the currency. So I just want to like give you information on that. Um, and it's from my perspective. So sorry if you are from, you know, India or Sri Lanka or wherever you're watching from. Um, I can't really like, like encourage you to come here because then in America, your, your, you know, your rupee isn't worth 
um, nearly anything. So it would be super duper expensive for you to come here and try to enjoy, you know, America and go to LA or, or New York City or Miami and, you know, spend all this money just to come spend a week and spend like your life savings. Like, I don't see that as smart. Um, my thing is, you know, see what country you live in, see what your currency is worth and go find countries that are below your currency. Like find what other countries or equivalent so that you're not spending a fortune. Um, luckily, you know, with the American currency, we can go to almost any country um, and, and get a greater value. Um, when I went to Italy, actually, we were lower. So we're lower than the, than the Euro and the pound as well. I think we're lower than. Um, so when I was in Italy, everything I was buying um, was technically more expensive because not because it was literally, you know, like Europe is expensive. It's because our dollar isn't worth as much there. Um, so that's one of those things, you know, like how to travel the world. People think, you know, like, yeah, just jump on an airplane, go somewhere. But like things got to fall into place. You got to be able to like, okay, you got to have the passport. You got to have the money with you just in case you get over there and your card's not working. Like you want to bring cash so you can get that exchange. Um, and I'll kind of walk you through the process even right here. Like when you get to the airport, how this goes, like what happens? Am I just going to be like in another country? Everything is great. I'm going to talk to you from like SIM cards, money, all that stuff. Um, right now I was talking about like doing the research for figuring out currency uh, levels and things like that. Cause that is super duper important. I'll give you an idea. Like if you go to, uh, if you take like 5,000 American dollars, I tell people this all the time. If you take about 5,000 American dollars and go over to Bali, you can literally live in Bali on $5,000 for like six months. Like that is a realistic thing. You know, you find a nice little place. Does it like, I mean, it's going to be a room just like getting an apartment. Um, you've got good food. Um, you won't like, you won't even have to work. That's just you exploring Bali or India or Sri Lanka or Philippines or Thailand, um, Vietnam. There's plenty of other countries over there that you can go to the Maldives, um, uh, Nepal, all those places like that. It's just, it, it's, it's crazy because of the currency and that's kind of messed up. Like it is messed up. It's like, why is our dollar worth more? But that's just how the world works and you got to take it for what it is. Um, and that's why it really upsets me knowing that people from America, like don't even want to like jump out of their comfort zone and go explore the rest of the world when we're given these like lucky breaks because we were born in America and you're doing nothing about it while everybody else outside of the country is like trying to at least come visit or go to like Europe or like, they're trying to go somewhere and we're just here in America like, oh, I'm fine. It's just, I'll just stay here, never explore any other culture um, because America is in fact very like, it's America, you know, it's, it's America, America, America. Um, you don't really have like, like, yeah, it's, it's a, people call it a melting pot. But once you come here, you have to conform to like what America does. So from there, you're kind of not even like diversified. It's almost just like, yeah, you live in America, you do as Americans do, which I agree, like do as the Roman in Rome, do as the Romans do. When I'm in India, I do as the Indians do. Um, but um, as many, you know, immigrants and how America was formed with everybody coming from everywhere, um, there is a lack of culture. And that's what I've realized from traveling the rest of the world. But anyways, uh, let's talk about like, let's say I'm going to go on a trip right now. Um, I'm headed to the airport in Chattanooga, Tennessee to go to uh, India. That's the last place I was. So you go there. Um, you don't technically need your passport yet because Chattanooga will not take you across the world. So they're going to send you from Chattanooga to another bigger airport, which would be somewhere like Charlotte, which is where I flew in. So Charlotte, 
uh, Nashville, Atlanta, typically Chicago, that's uh, New York City. So Chicago, New York City, Atlanta, those are like huge international airports. Um, Charlotte is actually where I've flown out of twice uh, or came back to when I was out of the country. And uh, so you'll go there, you know, you'll, you'll take your flight, let's say to Charlotte or Nashville um, or Chicago or New York City, wherever it is. And then from there is when you're going to need that passport approval. Um, and so once you go there, you'll probably, if you're going, let's say to India, you're going to end up going to uh, Heathrow in London. Um, that's typically like a middle way. Even when I went to Italy, I stopped in Heathrow uh, in London. And before you can leave the country, because uh, you got to go to like the international customs, you got to go through security, all that good stuff, um, which you know, you got to like put all your phones, iPads, laptops in a box. You got to, you can't have liquids, you, like certain steps you have to take. Um, and it's super important to like actually do a little bit of research. You don't want to show up to the airport, go through security and they like have to keep all your stuff and they, they just throw it away. You don't get to like get it back or they don't send it to you. So that goes there and then you kind of walk through, you get your passport approved, everything's good, you get your ticket and then you fly out of the country. At that point, you got your, um, let's say you land in London. They're not gonna stamp your passport if you're just going somewhere else, but if you were to get out in London and like go hang out uh, there, you'll get a stamp um, at the airport like giving you your, your visa, which means like you're a tourist, you're allowed to be in this country. So if someone says like, hey, where's your identification? Like a police officer, you can show them like, hey, I'm not here illegally. Boom, you show them the, you know, the, the visa stamp and everything's good. Um, but like for me, I went into India um, and out of all 10 countries, like typically when you get there, the customs, uh, the workers there, they will like interview you kind of like very quickly. Like, why are you leaving? Where are you going? What are you doing? Are you a tourist? They want to know why you're coming to their country. Um, but like when I went to India, that was the first country that actually like sat me down and like interviewed me for a good 15 to 20 minutes, you know, like, what are you doing here? Why are you here? Uh, what do you do back in America? What's your job? What's this? What's that? Um, because at the end of the day, like they got to make sure they're letting in like good people too. Like, I mean, you can't obviously judge a book by its cover. You don't know if the person's good from one interaction, but at the end of the day, you know, you can kind of get a feel for somebody and they can send you back. Like if they want to, they can not approve you to come into the country. They can say, yo, it's time to go and you got to leave. And that's just the thing. Um, and unfortunately, like as I was on the road, I learned that like, depending on where you're from, you can't go to certain countries. So for instance, if you do have an Indian passport, it is extremely, extremely hard to come to America. Uh, if you have a passport from like, um, like any of those surrounding countries over there, it is super duper hard to come to like the West as far as like America and all that stuff, because then you have to like, they have to check your bank account records. They have to check all that kind of stuff because then they're seeing if those people are gonna try to come into the country, stay illegally and work and stuff like that. That's why they check bank accounts, what you do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and like I said, I'm just lucky to have been born in America. Like I'm grateful for that. And I feel like I'm, you know, living out my life in a way that shows my appreciation for that by going and traveling the world and experiencing new places and learning all these things because so many people, you know, live their whole life in America and don't even have an American passport. And I'm just like, yo, you're an American citizen or you have the identification, you know, paperwork to be legally here in America and you don't have a U.S. passport. Like that is just like a slap in everybody else's face 
um, from around the world that can't go to certain places, that can't do certain things. But anyways, from there, you know, like once you arrive to the country you're going to, um, what I would do first before you like get there is like research telephones and stuff. Because if you're leaving out of America and you try to take your like Verizon or AT&T or whatever like service you have, um, if you go into another country, they're going to charge you like $10 extra a day to use your phone there because now you're using their cell phone signals. Um, but what you can do is, you know, research how much a SIM card is in another country. You'll at least get data. You'll get no, like a telephone number and stuff. I did that. Um, I went to Bali and didn't know. So I was just like using $10 a day. I did like, uh, you know, plus the hundred dollars that you pay per month plus 170 cause I was there for 70, 17 days. So it turned out to be really expensive. And then I went to the Philippines and I just bought a SIM card there and had data, which you can use Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You start using WhatsApp, which is a communication app. Um, and it's like FaceTime and texting and everything all in one. But what I messed up on is like going to Italy and going to Bali. I was just paying $10 a day because I didn't do the research. Um, and once I realized like, hold up, I can go into another country buy a SIM card with some data for $5 for like a month and I'm perfectly fine. When I was in India, I paid 700 rupees, which is $10 for three months of service. So I had a gig of uh, 4G data every day. I had unlimited calling and stuff like that in India. I had an Indian number um, and I paid $10 for three months. In America, I pay $100 per month for that same service. And so you just got to do that research. You got to do a little like digging um, and understand that like when you go somewhere else in every country after that, even when I was in Sri Lanka, I got a, a SIM card. When I was in Dubai, I got a SIM card. When I was in India, Philippines, I got a SIM card. Thailand, I got a SIM card. I mean, every country after I learned after Bali, I was like, yo, I need a SIM card because I can't be spending you know, $250, $300 a month on a phone bill just to keep in touch when I'm trying to, you know, like go travel the world. But the problem is like all of my content has to be on, you know, on all these social media platforms. That's how I get paid. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, like I got to figure this out, but just do your research. That's literally what it falls into. Um, so that's like the phone idea there. Like you can literally get SIM cards anywhere, but then you can use your phone with data, which is every app that you use. Like you don't need American service to be able to use your phone in India. Like that just charges you super extra. But um, anyways, moving on from there, we're gonna talk about uh, like, was I afraid? You know, like, so this is like how to travel the world and is it super scary or not? And the answer to that, quite frankly, is no, it is not scary. I went to 10 countries, um, one of them by myself, um, and it was dark. It was light. I was alone. I was walking down streets. I was on motorcycles with strangers. I was in cars with strangers, but it's just like being in your home country. I try to explain that to people and I'm like, yo, like, are you afraid when you're walking down the street at your house? Like people are like, Oh, like, I don't want to travel outside of America. I'm afraid like places are dangerous, this, that, and the other. Like I heard that about like India and all that stuff for so long. And I'm like, are you scared? Like people get in trouble and, you know, kidnapped and et cetera, et cetera, in America more than they do in other countries. Like you just hear about the negative of other countries and you think like, oh, it's so dangerous. But I, my mother personally has been, you know, uh, robbed at gunpoint. She's been 
literally like carjacked. Someone stole her car at gunpoint, like while she was in it and she jumped out of the car and they sped off. Like this is in America. So when people say like, oh, is it dangerous? And no, it's, it's just like being anywhere else. You're just by yourself and you're uncomfortable and it feels scary because you're 15,000 miles away from what you know, you know, calling someone like your dad or your brother or a friend and saying, hey, I'm in a little trouble. Can you help me? It's just the world of unknown. We're so afraid as humans of like the unknown that we don't even let ourselves have the opportunity to figure out if the unknown is actually scary. Now, don't get me wrong. Are there dangerous places where I travel? Yes. Do I do stupid stuff when I travel and go into dangerous places when I shouldn't by myself? Yes. I'm not advising you to do that. But if you do some research, figure out where you want to go, figure out the country you're going to, like stay in the safe zones, stay in places where there's people. If there's people around, people typically aren't going to do dangerous things. So just keep yourself aware. Be aware of what's going on. Like be aware of your surroundings. Even when you're back home, there's so many things going on in America that are terrifying. Women getting kidnapped and this happening and this happening and that happening. And like, and I'm like, man, that's like in my city, you know, and it's like, what's going on or two hours away or this or that. And you just, you, you gotta be able to just be okay with like understanding that the world itself can be a dangerous place, but you gotta keep living life. You can't just stop doing everything in your life because, oh my gosh, like the world's too dangerous. I can't go do anything. Of course you can. Like it, it that's just part of life. Like I, you know, you hear stories all the time. You can look up the news. You can type in a story, someone getting kidnapped or whatever happening. Like, and like, it sucks because that like terrifies us about traveling. And, and then you're like, well, should I watch this how to travel video? I don't even want to travel outside of my home. But if you live in fear your entire life, like what are you truly doing? And that's what I learned when I was going on the road and like to all these different countries um, is that you simply just got to take it for what it is. Like you can't expect things to just be all, you know, daisies and roses and just smiles. And there's going to be tough days, bad days, scary days, rainy days, sunny days. Like every week brings its own. Every day brings its own. Every second brings its own emotion, whatever you want to call it. Like, but traveling at the end of the day is fun. I just did an interview with my uh, local uh, TV station, a news station here. Um, News Channel 9 with Greg Funderburg, and you can go watch that video on my Back to Life channel, um, which is linked to this account. Go check that out. And I told him, I was like, like it's it's new people, um, it's new experiences, it's it's new foods, it's scary, but it's fun. Like, you gotta be able to take that leap of faith. You gotta be able to like jump into that realm of like, yo, I wanna go do this. Um, so like, I, but this isn't like a motivational video on go travel the world. This is how to travel the world. But I'm just telling you like, it's not as scary as you think. Like be okay with the idea that you're gonna go to Bali. People do it every day. Like like I when I was out in the rest of the world, like I saw random people from all different countries speaking all different languages from China. I met people from China, Nepal, uh, Tokyo. I met people from like literally absolutely every, people from America I met out in the rest of the world. Um, and it's just crazy to see how many people are actually traveling and then how many people are holding themselves back because they're too afraid to do something that they just don't know about. Like, it's okay to not know. you got to learn. Like, I didn't know things about this American passport until I left the country. I didn't know that I could buy SIM cards until I left the country. I didn't know how much the American dollar was actually worth until I left the country. I didn't know these things, but once I left, 
my world was open to all these differences and all these different things and I was able to educate myself. I was able to do more research. I was able, I knew what to type in on Google when I had a question. Um, but like long story short, like don't be afraid to go. Don't be afraid what of everyone else is saying or that like big news media channel that's talking about how dangerous this place is or this place is. Like all news is typically bad news, right? You don't typically watch the news channel and see like positivity. It's usually negativity. It's usually bad, 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 bad. So like watch YouTube videos, go on there, find some people that are traveling the world, go to my channel, Back to Life, Go check out India. Tell me if you feel scared. Go check out Sri Lanka. Go check out Dubai. Go check out the Philippines, Thailand, Bali. Like, go check out Hawaii. See if you feel scared. I don't feel scared in my videos. If I felt scared, I would show you. Um, and I would tell you because I wouldn't want you to go somewhere and not feel comfortable. But regardless, like, you got to have this passport if you want to leave the country. Um, you got to do a little bit of research. Understand your currency. Understand SIM cards. Understand what you want to do in other countries. Do have a small little plan. Like, understand, like, before you go to another country, you need to have an Airbnb. You'll probably need a return ticket as well because most countries won't just let you in without seeing that you're going to leave um, because then they're like, okay, so what are you actually doing here? Are you going to stay here forever? Like, what's the deal? So these are little tips, little nuggets, um, a little motivation for you to, like, Step out of your comfort zone. And then for those of you that cannot leave the country, you have work, you have something else, like, yo, don't be afraid to still get the passport, start a plan for when you're gonna leave the country, but go explore your own place, explore your own city. Like I went to a place um, on my Back to Life uh, travel videos um, in my city called Point Park, and I had been there once in my entire life. I'm 26 and I don't even remember, I was in high school and I had to do it for a school project. And I was like, I went and I was like, wow, this is actually beautiful. Um, there's so many places in your own city that you don't even explore because, oh, I grew up here or it's boring or I don't feel good about this place. Like, go explore your own city. Go explore in your own town. Leave your city. You know, drive an hour, drive two hours. In America, it's so easy. Jump in a car with a friend, like carpool, get a couple people together, go take a weekend trip. I met people at Point Park in that video that were from Nashville. Um, and then she knew somebody that I knew that lived like all like it's just crazy what traveling can do and how many people it can bring together and how it just opens up this world of like cool like stories and experiences and all that good stuff but I just want to encourage you like be okay with like getting out of that cycle and that routine of what you do every day and go experience like what it feels like to travel like it's easy for me to talk about it it's easy for you to watch a video after I've had to go through it and and post it and edit it and all that good stuff. But like, go feel it for yourself. Don't just depend on me and my opinion um, for you to realize like, oh, India's cool or Sri Lanka's cool or Dubai is cool. Like, go see it for yourself. Go feel it for yourself. Touch it for yourself. Eat for yourself. Like, take the time to like, go live out your life because you know, like we get like one life. Like, wh why would you not take the opportunity to go do it? Especially if you're from America and you can get an American passport. That's the craziest thing to me is people that live in America and don't have an American passport. I don't understand that. But regardless, start saving your money. Like wherever you live, it doesn't matter where you live. There are certain decisions you make every single day um, where you could save a little money, save a little here, save a little there. So you can take, make it a day trip. It doesn't have to be a week. It doesn't have to be eight months like I did or all year. Um, 
do one day at a time, you know, drive 20, 30 minutes, go explore the villages around your place, go explore different areas around your place. Don't feel like you're too good for something. Like everybody wishes they could travel. And I tell people here all the time, someone 30 minutes down the road from you doesn't know what your life is like in your place. Someone five minutes down the road might have a completely different perspective. And that's the coolest thing about traveling. It shows you and it lets you feel different perspectives. And that's what's so amazing to me. But um, I think I've covered pretty much on like how to travel, uh, you know, like the money part, you know, is it dangerous, things like that. Like everything has its own risk. Like you got to realize that about life in a nutshell, everything has its own risk. It's like, what are you willing to do to kind of get out of your comfort zone, to go enjoy yourself? Oh, excuse me. But literally just to like live life. Um, and, and that's the whole reason why I'm called the back to life podcast. Like my channel is all being back to life. It's about understanding, you know, that life is real, that life is, is not just work every day and studying every day and doing this and doing that. Like it's living your life for you sometimes, like being able to go enjoy it for you. So I encourage every single one of you out there, go travel, go get your passport, regardless of what country you're in. But if you're in America, go get your freaking passport. If you have paperwork to be in America, go get your freaking passport and utilize it. People wish they could have this passport. Like go, go, go. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. It would mean a lot to me if you left a review and shared your thoughts about it. Your reviews help get this podcast shown to others and our goal is to help as many people as we can. Let's help each other out. See you on the next one.